Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Highland, episode nine. Woo-hoo! We're almost at double digits. I'm so and excited. Today we're emanating from the Bowser Nissan Theater in the Odyssey building here in Foster Plaza, the home of KDK Radio, which is my day job. And I appreciate you checking us out. We got a lot to cover today. Very excited about our guest, Jim, Sheila. How you doing? Good. Uh, but you know what? When you say emanating... It almost sounds like there's something coming out of your body. Oh, um, no, that's eliminated. Well, I know, but it's just that, you know, <laughs> you, emanating right? from, can we, I, can we find another like, word and, for that? And I got to tell you, the uh, last month I was at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles and today in the Bowser Nissan Theater. So I've got both. A lot of people don't experience both theaters. In life, but I have. You know, I, what, well, Jim? I throw the Coliseum in next, and I'm in. I need it's, one more. It's the power of Bowser. <laughs> yes, it is. Round two, I say that so well. Lived. I'm in the Bowser Nissan. It's pretty theater. And Sheila, you were a wall last week. I'm so sorry I missed you. That's okay. I, 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 I won't, I won't leave you again. I promise. Thank you. Until the next time. Forever. And well, ever. I got to tell you a funny story. Walking in to do this podcast, one of our sales execs said, "Hey, Larry." I listened to your podcast with Jim and Sheila. I said, oh, yeah, what did you take away from it? He goes, didn't Sheila's grandfather see Marilyn Monroe naked when he took her her dress from his dry cleaning yes. business? Is that true? That what? is true. Yes. Well, you yeah. tell that's that what Yes, my grandparents lived in Hollywood. You were there for it. What are you talking about? I don't remember, about? That. I don't you don't remember that story. You, that was, I don't oh, that remember was the first act, podcast. I well, How could you I not can only remember, remember that? back Three podcasts. Oh, that was our first podcast. <laughs> You're Jim, talking I'm, to a man. I'm, I'm hurt. a lot of information <laughs> who has hundreds of All right. Today, we're very excited. We have the esteemed. He's not a man. He's an anchor man. Now, he's retired from KDK Television. Paul Martino is here. Paul, how hey, did Paul. we coerce you out of your retirement to come out? Well, let's not fool everyone. I think I know what's going on here. Uh-oh. Larry, Jimmy, <laughs> Sheila, you had an A-list guest booked, <laughs> and they canceled at the last minute, and you said, you know, Martino's retired. He's got nothing to do. He nailed it. So yes. we need to fill this show. <laughs> yes. Should we tell Oh, him? you no. got it. You got it. What <laughs> say? You know? Come Should on. we tell him who that was? George Clooney. Yeah. You're replacing you're George Clooney. Yeah. You're yeah. You're, or you Rosemary the Clooney. Thing. Yes. Actually, you're, you're esteemed executive producer. I don't know his title. Super executive producer. Yeah, Dick, Dick Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. We just called invited him invited me weeks ago. And Dick I was, Roberts uh, is the very mastermind happy. behind a lot of stuff we do, including our... Yinzer cards, Yinzer bars, love Yinzer the Yinzer foods, cards. Yinzer this, Yinzer that, Yinzer nuts. That's coming. It's coming. We had everything coming, yeah. But we also have with us Christy Lachlan from Next Pittsburgh. Christy is going to fit right in because Christy knows a lot about alcohol, Paul. <laughs> I do. Barely nice. That's good. Speaking of interventions. In, in her latest Next I'm Pittsburgh still article, I'm trying to learn. Raise a glass. <laughs> and your spirits at the seven Pittsburgh holiday pop-ups. So do you know what a pop-up is? I do. All right. Yes. Christy? I've never been to one, but I've heard of them. Welcome back. What's a pop-up? A pop-up is just a temporary kind of little party place. Um, probably the main one is Miracle on Liberty downtown. Um, before, it was Cocktails from the Crypt. Um, it was a Halloween-themed one, and they rip all that stuff down day after Halloween and they put up Christmas stuff. I mean, just as far as the eye can see, every surface of this place is covered with Christmas. Do they change the name of the place too? When they move to different storefronts, but this one has been Miracle on Liberty. I think that's going to be the first year for it. They just find an empty storefront. And they move in. Do miracles happen there? Yeah. For Christmas. Maybe not don't want to drink. (laughs) It's like a a chic hobo business. (laughs) Yeah, kind so of go around places. It's kind of cool. When and you never know pop-ups. where they're going to pop up. 
and they pop up and they're there for till the end of the year and then they go away. Well, that's the thing. You, sure. mean, you have to get there right away yes. or you've lost out. Yes. No reservations this year at Miracle, and but you just you got it. And are they packed? What does one experience with, with at people? the pop-up? I would imagine. They're pretty packed. Last year they had little igloos set up outside because of COVID and everything. But um, this year, they're, I think they're going to cap it. But it's a pretty, it's a bigger space. Um, but they're fun. They have like festive drinks with like cool glassware that you can buy. A lot of people steal them, but um, they frown on that because uh, it's all for charity too. I'm wondering. For charity. What is the genesis of the pop-up? When did these start? We didn't have pop-ups when I was just turning 20. <laughs> they just, had, they just started <laughs> TV back in the We didn't have pop-ups. <laughs> yeah. I believe yeah. it started in pop. New York. <laughs> it started, the miracle trend started in New York, but now it's, you know, come to Pittsburgh. Well, we're probably 10 years behind the times, but um, now it's in Pittsburgh, and now there's a bunch of them. You would have to be really good to be a pop-up, because if you're not, then you're annoying. Because you're, you're just coming into my place going, what did they, they pop, get out of here, you're annoying. But they're good. They're like, hey, I like you, stay. <laughs> they're fun. you got to be really good. It's just like going to Studio 54 or something. It, it is, yeah. right? We have to stand in line. That was the you day. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah been, you might. That's the one thing I wish I would have been Experience. in that artist. Go, yeah. yeah. Right? Remember that? Steve Rubell, student? Yeah. Pretty intense. I can only read about it and see silly movies. I just had Donzies. <laughs> So we're going to get into, as an experienced anchorman, Paul Martino would want to do, he's going to want to dive into the seven Pittsburgh holiday pop-ups, and we'll do that in just a few minutes. Christy Lachlan, thank you for being here. And Paul, I've known you since you first got to KDKA, I think. 1984. Yeah. 1984. Uh, That was your first year? That was my first year, yeah. And this was my last year. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny about uh, Paul is that, uh, you know, and he's a great journalist, really is. And, and I grew up, we're the same age. Come on, I watched you on TV. And I'm mm-hmm. saying I, when you were a kid, and I, yeah, li- I was a kid, but, <laughs> and I listened to you. Yes, and you listened on to me. But, but, but the nice thing is when you get to meet these guys, I'm not saying it, you know, because he's an anchorman. He's got that journalist thing. It's like almost, you almost have kind of emotion in a weird way. But then you get to know him. He's like one of the funnest, most genuine. You know, just want to be around kind of guy. You know, Are you I love talking that. about Paul? Yeah. You know, he's, you think, <laughs> he's crazy. I love him. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of guy. So it's kind of cool. We've I had get, a couple of nice nights. Yeah, yeah. We get to see, me, you know, the real person. Because it is two different people you have to be. It's the only yeah. who can do that job. You, you have to be a journalist. Right? Yeah, it's but different. I mean, sure, you know most of the people in television news. They're all characters. Right. I mean. To get there, right? <laughs> I'm not a character. <laughs> Sheila, too. Um, okay. got, Sheila's to not you. a character. Hey, Anchor okay, woman. I remember, and I know you remember this. Okay, so I came to Pittsburgh in 1988. I was very young and very naive and just getting my feet wet in the business. And I went to cover a trial downtown. Do you remember this, Paul? I remember it very well. Okay. I was out of my league. I was with WTAE. He was with KDKA. And I I needed help. I was I had never covered a trial before. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I took Paul aside. I was like, can you help me? You know, she competing... Did competing guy and he probably thought like who is this bubble-headed blonde that they've hired and why have they hired her what is she doing in this market um but he kindly helped me out um that day i can't remember exactly what i needed help with well first of all what i remember is we were in the u.s attorney's office we were yes that is very intimidating yes and i was intimidated crusty old guy like me Hmm. and i saw you were panicking but here's what i really thought i said to myself that's a babe. You know, yeah. That, I mean, there is that. It is. It's true. But uh, how, did, how did it go? So, how did it go? But um, anyway, so, so uh, but I did see the look of panic. I had been there. I'd been in that place. I sensed right away what you were feeling, and uh, I was glad to help you. You're such a nice lady. So, Aww, thank you. The judge top is wearing the robe. That was Paul's advice. To Sheila. Yeah. He's the guy in the robe. In the gavel. That's like the main guy. Yes. Right? No one else can hit the gavel. That, that much I knew. When you guys, when you guys, like, you're in a lot of TV, and, and I'm always curious, like, you guys, do you ever want to laugh and can't? Like, you know, like, oh, God. Oh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we laugh inappropriately. Laugh and you, yes. Oh, yes, you do. You can't help yourself. Yeah. It has yeah. a moment where you got, you got to hold it in. It's gonna be I tough. ended up under the desk one time, and, <laughs> and my co-anchor had to keep reading the news because I could not control myself. Well, <laughs> I could not control it. Most of mine yeah, yeah. came when I was doing the weather, KDK TV, for 10 years because you're there the whole time. So right. you're listening to everything that's going on because you're yeah. only behind the screen at the weather center. <laughs> 
and it becomes repetitive. So you think, did I hear that right? <laughs> and then John Burnett had some great classics, you know. Uh, well, John Burnett is nuts. I mean, we can all agree to that, right? He's a fun nuts. Best. But Brenda Waters once said, and I was sitting next to her on the anchor desk, she said. Well, she's was, nuts, too. She said, and she's, she just all retired. How many right. years did she do uh, television? 40 plus? Yeah. Lynn Hayes Freeland just retired. So there is a changing of the guard for sure. But we were sitting there. Imagine this, Christy. I'm the weather guy, and you know how the weather guy sits down next to the anchor person, and that's your break. When the weather person's on, <laughs> the anchor people are taking a break. They don't listen to what you say, Okay. first of all. And and I did two and a half minutes about the weather. I remember Ken Rice and Jennifer Ankoviak. I sat back down yeah. at the 11 o'clock news, and they were like, uh, uh, it's going to rain? And I wanted to say, <laughs> what have I been talking yeah, for about two for two and a half minutes? And <laughs> Jennifer says, well, it looks like we're going to have an old-fashioned gully washer. And Ken Rice <laughs> oh says, your gully could certainly use washing. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. That's and awesome. I looked at them, yes. And then Brenda awesome. Waters once said, there was a story about transplants, and there were people getting infections. And she said, and it's been determined that transplant patients were all infected by the same orgasm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and she didn't realize she said it. She said it as straight as could be. It was an easy mistake to make, but I had to play the straight man, and I was like, do I correct her? No. Yeah. I just sit there. No, you just leave that go. Lord knows what was on her mind. The, the late Ray Tannehill said he was sitting at home having a coffee, because this was in the morning, and he said he spit his coffee across the Wait. table. Wait, there was one where... That's a Channel 11, Beverly Buyer. (laughs) Adams on vacation. That's another famous moment in Pittsburgh broadcast history. Do you remember that one? Groucho Marx took a turn for the worse. In fact, he's dead. (laughs) That was one of them. And they told her, apparently, the reporter can't hear you, so we're going to have to cue him, but don't ask any questions because he can't hear you. You got Okay, so let's go live to... Jim Crenn, who's down the south side. I know you can't hear me, but let me ask you one question. (laughs) Next thing, she was in Beirut, and I'm not kidding, covering (laughs) the war over there with the network. So those are some of the behind the scenes. Surely you have one or two, The the one where someone's so sick, you could say it. We just said orgasm. It's kind of funny. We could believe it. Orgasm's not a swear word. I thought this was unfiltered. All right, so come on, go for she it, came we'll on the air. It. Adam Lynch, the late Adam Lynch. <laughs> yes. You remember Adam? I worked she, with Adam. Yeah. And great guy. Jack really Etzel, who for Love many Jack. years did all kind of different things. He was a really cool guy. Yeah. And she went on the air, Christy, and said, Adam's on vacation and Jack's off. I'm Beverly Byer. <laughs> but I'll see you on vacation. People misunderstood what... Oh, I don't God. think you have to go on vacation to do that. No. Jeez. Christy, you're too young to have experienced all of these wonderful stories. Isn't that awesome? But, well, Larry, you know... You're, you're smiling you know the very famous Bob Kudzma thing. Which that? When we first got robotic cameras. Oh, yeah? Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. And the, the camera went on the fritz, and it started dollying across the studio. So Kudzma just... We're all resentful that these robots are in the studio <laughs> eliminating all these jobs. Kudzma right, yeah. starts hopping across the studio to stay in front of the camera. <laughs> Am I right? Yep. It was hysterical. <laughs> I don't think management liked it, but the viewers sure liked yeah, it. Let's yeah. take a look at Katie Country. We're going to have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten inches of snow. Pick one, Bob. <laughs> didn't, when you were weather, didn't, didn't Joe DiNardo call you or you called him? Because he's a real meteorologist, Joe oh. was. You, what are you suggesting, Jim? You were I just played one on television. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. I was yeah, I knew Joe DiNardo because I worked at WTAE for six years before I went yeah. to KDKA. And Joe and I became friends. He treated me very well. He was very gracious. You know, we just I was a young guy when I got there, and he used to come down and talk to us in radio, and we maintained a relationship. But when I did start doing weather, he didn't like that so much because <laughs> – I was on TV at KDKA, so TAE, KDKA, you know, it's like Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and you decide which one's which. 
anyway, I was sitting in the weather center, and the phone rings, and the hotline, and I hear, Richard, this is Denardo. <laughs> and I go, Joe, how you doing? He goes, listen, my Doppler's down out here. What do you got out <laughs> And I look and I said, Joe, there's nothing out there. And he goes, all right, how you doing? I go, I'm good, Joe. How are you? <laughs> he starts telling me about all this stuff. And, you know, it got deeper and deeper and deeper and more inappropriate. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute. It's Albie Oxenreiter. It was Albie the whole time. Albie did and that all the off. time. He was amazing. Yeah. He's amazing, Albie. And I said, Albie, I was so mad because <laughs> I got sucked in, right? Oh, God. And I thought, Joe DiNardo would never say those horrible things, right? So I transitioned to radio. I'm on the air. And Joe used to listen. He would call right. in periodically. In fact, we used to have Joe on the air. And the producer says, <laughs> Joe DiNardo, his wife, Dolores, had passed away. And I said on the air, my thoughts and prayers to Joe and his family and the passing of his wife, Dolores. Right. He says, Joe DiNardo's on the phone. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to you on the air. He just wanted to thank you. And I'm like, it's Albie. Right. <laughs> oh, no. I pick up the phone off the air. I start swearing at him. I'm like, Albie, you better stop calling me and acting like you're Joe DiNardo. Right? Oh. And all of a sudden I hear, Larry, this is Joe DiNardo. And I go, come on, quit. You know. Yeah, And he says, it's Joe DiNardo, and I realized it was Joe DiNardo. He was actually calling to thank me for saying those things. And I go, Joe, I'm so sorry. Albie, he calls like you. He goes, I'm going to kill him. I swear to God, at the viewing in the funeral home, I'm standing there by the casket with Joe, and Albie walks in. Oh, my God. And Joe screams across the room, I'm going to kill you. And so he used to do that to John Fedko. Oh, I was just going to say he that. Would torture John. Yeah. John. It was well, amazing. he did it at Three River Stadium. Well, they were the, at the, the All Star story. Yes. Well, well, tell, tell that no, story. They're at the All Star game, and and Albie can see because he's doing sports. They're covering the All Star game. He could see that uh, John is over through the glass. So he calls like he's the security guy, and they're towing <laughs> your car. And he goes, "Hey." Fetchko. He calls him Fetchko instead of Fedko, which is in and itself an irritant. He goes, this is a guard down here. They're, they're towing your car. You better come down here. He goes, what? And he sees him run out. He didn't drive a Chevette either. He had a, a nice car. Yeah, it was a sports car. He had a broken foot. He has crutches. So he made him hot. And then they did it. Albie did it to him twice. Yes. He got all the way back up. He said he just got situated. <laughs> he hey, almost Craig, broke hey, his other foot. You got to move it to the other side. And he's like, what? anyway, I've got one more to, oh, and, please. and oddly, it involves another a weatherman story. Okay. And I'm going to be very careful on this. <laughs> but John Burnett one night, and I was on the set, botched this phrase, and I'll say it very carefully: <laughs> a cold front is moving through Katy Country. And you can figure out and, the slip yeah, of it, it that occurred. It was a cold something. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> you think you think John felt bad about it? Yeah. He took the tape into the newsroom and was showing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only other thing I did say, it was late. It's 11 o'clock news. You know, we're at the end of the shift. And I did say it was when we got the first frost. And I suggested that, hey, Ladies, if you have sensitive plants, make sure you cover your bushes. <laughs> well, that was good advice. Your shrubbery. That's what I should have said. Larry Richard Unfiltered, Jim Cren, Sheila Hyland, our special guest, Paul Martino, and we have Christy Lachlan from Next Pittsburgh. Christy, we're going to talk to you. I don't know, maybe you could share some... I do. Heart Some dirty stories. stories. Some weather yeah. stories. Oh. You have a weather right. a weatherman story coming up. <laughs> All right, this is part two. Good. My eyes always water. That's <laughs> Episode nine, Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Highland, and we're honored to have with us esteemed former anchor man. Paul Martino. I'm still alive. <laughs> and Christy Lachlan, who's very much still alive. In fact, from next Pittsburgh, raise a glass 
and your spirits at these seven Pittsburgh holiday pop-ups. But you said you have a weatherman story? I, I do. Uh, Dennis Bowman. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Dennis. So, Ventriloquist. Uh, I was yeah. just talking to him this <laughs> yeah, week. I didn't good even know that. What's his name? Chester Drawers. Chester Drawers. Yeah. Yes. I've that. seen it. I did Bills. know that. Yeah. Well, my daughter used to go to a playgroup at the Ross Community Center because that's where we lived. Okay. And um, it was always chaos because all the kids knew each other. But Dennis Bowman walked in, I guess, with his grandchildren one day and did not anticipate the shitstorm that he saw when he walked in. And his face like exploded and he walked right out <laughs> he left he took off he that didn't have his dummy with him no. it was it was complete chaos lots of children screaming and he didn't bring music. chester he should have brought chester yeah, well, yeah. Chester. maybe that would have scared the children and that would have been very yeah, quieted them down yes chester that's what chester does he's calming <laughs> you gotta see the little fella it's really cute <laughs> jim i just thought of something yeah with your stand-up have you ever considered Adding a dummy. I'm trying to. Yes, I'm looking for one. <laughs> so why do you think I have you on the show? December 4th. Steamworks. <laughs> 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 I, no, I do. I, I love ventriloquists. Because well, you could do you could do your exorcist doll or something. I, I wish I could do that. I can't do that. Like that, that Jeff Dunham? Oh, you mean yeah, oh, Dun Dunham's. People would make fun of him. Like, I have some creepy nuns that are like. Little nun dolls? Know. Yeah. I wish I could. They have, I can't do the whole. Dunham sells out arenas, by the way. Arenas. I That's saw how big it yeah. at the so, Calgary Stampede in. There you go. Just wear a mask. Canada. You know the uh, in Calgary. You know the yeah. former Funny. senator Al Franken who had to resign because he was touching women's bottoms. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he's on tour now, and I saw him a couple of weeks ago in home. Great stand-up, huh? What do <laughs> you think? Well, yeah. Is he? It was a great night. It, Is he a, good? He's a brilliant guy. Very funny. He did a ventriloquist act. But they were both wearing masks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It was a, it so there. It could work. Yeah. Christy, right. Mm -hmm. That's funny. That though. could work. Yeah. It's COVID. <laughs> oh, it COVID trans. Uh, we, you are the manager now. You will put this sure. together. One sure. man show, COVID ventriloquist, Jim Crane. The dummy says to Franken, "So tell us what you really feel about your uh, colleagues in the Senate." And Franken puts him in the in the trunk. <laughs> we're, do we're done with it. We're done with it. <laughs> well, he's back. All right, Christy. We've made people wait long enough for the revelation of. Seven Pittsburgh holiday pop-ups. You yes. did mention one. I mentioned one. Which was? That's Miracle on Liberty. Which I'm going to guess is Liberty Avenue. Downtown, yes. See how I devised You're that? You're on it, Larry. Mm -hmm. You're on it. That was very smart been, of you. You've been to a pop-up, Sheila? I have not been to a pop-up. However, pop I know that on this list, it's not necessarily a pop-up. but it, Well, it pops up every year. But it's it's a, a venue that is always there, and everybody loves it. And that's Bob's Garage. Yes. Oh, I love Which that's a cool place. Which is amazing yeah. if you've never been there. I mean, Christmas decorations on every inch of the place. So I don't know why that's considered a pop up because it's right. It's, it's been you know, it's forever, always yeah. there, but it does change with the seasons. Of it course. changes with the seasons. It's an and I feel like you can't mention pop ups without mentioning Bob's Garage because that was kind of like the the grandfather of all these like pop ups. Yeah, but, really. Um, I've been there, but it's so, been a long so time. Fun. It's been around. So a pop up could stay. Could be like Bob's been forever. Um, so that. It stays in one location like that? That's considered a pop-up? It's really not a pop-up, but I thought it was good to include it just in case. But it does pop up every but it year at Christmas up, time. Yeah, the Christmas yes. time. They, they go big on the decorations. Yes. And, I'm, and it's not like a couple decorations. Right. It is wall-to-wall. Yes. But the it's, real like Santa it's like Santa threw up. Yes. The real pop-ups are <laughs> yeah. there for a set period of time? Usually for like the month of December. Right. And oh. is, are they strict with licensing them? Is that a pain or do you know? Um, I think it's, well, like the one at um, Ruggers Pub on the south side, it's a Iron City pop-up. You would love it. Our, our Iron love City. It. Our, 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 City. Our Iron City. Yeah. Um, so they have like a, a, a partnership with Iron City and Icy Light, and they just it just looks like uh, your grandma's house that's a Yenzer, and it's just like Icy Light stuff everywhere, and that it's, it's cool. really fun. But that's Very a good cool. probing journalistic question. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. I slipped <laughs> in. No, they have every, the proper licensing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, that's a legitimate question. Because maybe Jim well, wants to have a pop-up on the south side. We all know a lot of people in the restaurant business, and they're always screaming about the licensing yes, and all of the inspections. Right. and A lot of legalities there, right? But you did mention, though, that some of this is for charity. Yes. Oh. So maybe that's that how to get around it. it. Yeah, and I know with Spencer, who runs Miracle on Liberty, like 
uh, a couple years ago, he had a space on the south side. It used to be the former Lava Lounge, and he um, rented it out for Miracle, but then he had some extra time, and so decided to do a Halloween pop-up as well. So I guess it depends on huh. the storefronts and how much rent they're paying and everything. Okay. All right, so that's two. Hmm. Bob's Garage is kind of a bonus, right? Yes. Honorary. Huh? Honorary. Wow. Pop up. There's also, it's called Krampus Fest. It's going to be in Market Square. Krampus is like the anti-Santa. He is like a demonic creature with a very long tongue. He abducts children and, that are bad during the Christmas season. Wait, and he, he abducts What was that children? address again? You. He, he abducts children and wow. he puts them in a sack. I want to go and to he that pop up. Yeah, he needs his own stand at the mall. Who like started that fairy tale? Um, and the, I guess it happened in the Bavaria. It's a Bavarian Folklore. Like, really? Like, that's a bedtime story in Bavaria? God, so, listen, kids, let me tell you, the guy who kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Gets them to behave, though. Well, those Think Alpine about Hansel countries. and Gretel yeah. trying yeah. to get people in the oven. I mean, yeah. the cookies, yeah. right? The kids with kids. Think right. about the stuff with that weird. we used to that's listen to. Grim. Yeah, you're Wait right. A minute. Yeah, that Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. That's kind of intense. But you could celebrate that December 6th, which is actually St. Nicholas Day, but... Oh. Um, you could celebrate downtown. Um, there's going to be a band called Slayer, not S-L-A-Y-E-R, S-L-E-I-G-H-E-R. Uh, thank and you. they do For metal the versions of holiday songs. <laughs> oh, really? Metal versions. And they're dressed like Krampuses. Wait a minute. Krampus. Uh, light up night. This is on December 6th. Wow. Oh, St. So Nicholas. I'd have to say St. Nicholas Day is December 6th. Let's go. The see. tradition okay. is you put your shoes out the night before, and they would put stuff in your shoes. Wait. What is this? Is this something you're making? No, you're, this, you're making that up. No, I'm not. You're no, no. Actually, I had a German that? exchange I never heard it put, for about a year. Put and, my and shoes out? She celebrated that tradition, and you do. You put door. the okay. shoes, yes, and you put the treats in it. So it's, I did that for our German exchange. My mom and dad messed mess with me. Then give me this one. I, I lost out on all the... Every St. Nick that lost out. That's because you they got athletes' They didn't want you to tongue. know about it. <laughs> After eating the treats so out of the So embrace the thing they had to provide for you. I'm going to have to talk to Lou about this. Talk to your mother. Ask her... Is it a tradition to put yeah. your shoes outside your bedroom door on why the eve of St. Nicholas? And you owe me some I gifts. have <laughs> enough trouble getting through Christmas Eve and Christmas. I don't really? need another. Yeah. May I suggest some Yinzer chocolate bars? <laughs> They'll get you through it. Yeah. Get you, you know, it. everybody can, can should we, put one of those in their stocking. In some cards. Can we get them at Bowser? Yinzer <laughs> <laughs> cards available at Giant Eagle and Hallmark and other fine locations. I suggest and online. I suggest a cigar. You know, there's a thing. We're like he's a cigar aficionado, really. We're you know, we're in the cigars and stuff. It's our thing. It's kind of like, cigars like wine, I guess. You know, different. No. Well, so not really, but okay. Well, okay, if you could burn wine, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, yeah. throw it away. I have no idea what I'm saying. But but uh, I was like, what? what, what yes, cigars get, will give you a little buzz. They give you a little buzz, yeah. right? What are you smoking these days? Like, what, what is uh, anything I, new? I, I like Nudo. I like the uh, Rocky Patel uh, San Andreas. Okay. And I like the Leaf and Bean cigar. You know that one. The, yes, it I, comes uh, with like a. There, it's wrapped in a wrapped leaf. in a leaf. The wrapper and it's locally developed. It's a nice. And that guy has those distributed now all over the country, and he's making so much freaking money. He doesn't know what to do with it. I, if, well, have we you ever been to him. Leaf? Have you ever been to Leaf and Bean? Yes. It's like this little. I've seen you there, but you all. It's like this little kind of eclectic hippie place. Good way to describe it. Funky in, right? in the strip district. It's a coffee shop, and they sell cigars. And then he developed his own cigar. They're made down in Nicaragua, and uh, he's got this gimmick. They're wrapped in a leaf, which keeps tobacco them leaf. fresh, keeps them fresh and moist. Hmm. And you would look at that when you walk in the, the shop, the, your eyes are drawn to it. It's different than any other cigar because yeah. of the leaf. And it's it, a very smooth smoke. It looks like a hairy cigar. <laughs> you gotta, if not that that's attractive. It is a smooth smoke. You have to take the leaf off before you burn <laughs> Always it. remember yes. to do that. All right. So... Uh, it, it, now, I know folks find cigars disgusting, and they kind of are, but uh, it, it's a very tactile experience, it is. right? It, yes, it's it is. Feeling it, smelling it, mm. tasting it. it it's, uh, With wine it's, or coffee. I find it very relaxing. I do too. Yeah. Ritualistic. A beverage helps. Cool. Yeah, it's a good wine. All so, right. But I don't smoke them at home. I don't smoke them in my car. Yeah. So I end up in joints with uh, Jimmy. We could do a pop-up cigar shop. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh my God. All right, we're in Can it we now. get yeah. Dick Roberts to promote it? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Dick's involved. And you got to bring Donnie Iris along, too. <laughs> well, Donnie goes. Donnie, there's going to be three <laughs> cigars. He'll be there. I He'll see there. Donnie yeah. and the Cruisers is set up, I think, for a concert at Jurgles here coming up in December. Oh, um, I just, uh, yeah. Seven. Oh, really? It, it's yeah. the end of the month. I just saw him at the Roxian last month or earlier this month. Yeah. 
My God, he, he still, still got kills it. it. He can it, right? still Amazing. hit the high note in Aliyah. Oh, he hits all the high notes. 78 years and old. And he's around. jumping around. He's, did you know that, Christy? Donnie Iris, I was at a show he did this summer on Anna Maria Island, and he came out, did the rapper. Rap, rap, rap. The whole place stood up, stayed up through his whole set. And the guy that was running the sound was a much younger guy. And he goes, I said, do you have any idea? He goes, he's really rocking it out there. I go, do you have any idea how old that guy is? He goes, no. I go, he's 78. <laughs> Donnie Harris, he right? Really? right? He, yeah. he, looks, yeah. he looks great. He's very fit. He's got he the Mick Jagger thing. It. You don't know what yeah. age he is. He's yeah. one of those guys. <laughs> So back to the pop-ups. We, we got <laughs> yes. to finish the Is list. Is there a cigar pop-up? No, we're going to do oh, that. That's right. Right, right there. Where were you? That's a great I, idea. I want to get on that. I'm going to get a good blonde for that. I was Krampus Fest. Yes, that's right. Um, okay. Let me think. Other one. Greenfield. Greenfield. Uh, yes, um, at Huff's. Huff's. In Greenfield. Um, and so they have a space next door to them that used to be the Copper Kettle Brewing Company. Right. So that space is going to be totally immersed in more Christmas stuff. But more like fancier than just the stuff just I, going over the wall. I know Huff's. That's a nice place. Huff's is great. Yeah. It's a great Do you beer know bar. Been there? Greg Huff used to play right. football. And uh, great right, family. My kids introduced me to the place. You know, and they went to school with him. His mother is a Our twin. And they grew up, the twins grew up in Greenfield. Hmm. So even though he was raised in Pine Township or Pine Richland, he ended up emanating back. <laughs> Larry Something and about our, that word. I just, I don't right, know. That's the last Larry time and I'm our kids went to school together. So that's our Huff connection, I guess. Yeah, we did. Did you know that? No. We lived in the same neighborhood with former Steeler, now Hall of Honor, Greg Lloyd. Well, that's a whole nother. He used to play basketball with the neighborhood guys. That's and, cool. And it, it wasn't good for them. No. To say that. <laughs> I didn't play. So he Huff's. Had, he had these Rottweilers that scared the death out of everybody in the neighborhood. But that's, yeah, he put tape over his doorbell at Halloween. No he, candy. Here. Right. Okay. If his grass was too high, did you send Larry? We're good. <laughs> hey, your grass is too high. You got to take care of that. All right. You mentioned <laughs> trying to get through this list. Oh. Wiggle whiskey. You can now buy it in Giant Eagle uh, Settlers Ridge. The first time you could buy alcohol in Pennsylvania in a liquor store in the recent ever forever. I, I didn't know, know that no, was I, even a possibility. So we've come a long Meredith way. Meredith from Wiggle really? just knows, yes, how, to, no she knows how to work it. So. Market District <laughs> Robinson, which is what I told Paul Abbott, who is the guy that's in charge of those now. He's been with the company a long time. I said, you know what? When you guys first opened this place, it was like you took everything cool about the strip district and put it indoors under one roof. Absolutely. I can't wait. I don't have to leave Giant Eagle now. I can drink there, too. <laughs> yes, you can. It's all I need. You can get uh, dry cleaning there, at, too. At some point, if they'll they, ask yeah. you to leave. If they have, well, they will, but <laughs> yeah. if they ever develop like a condo or something upstairs, up front, I'll live there. Oh, wait. How about a Giant Eagle Hotel? Then you can just stay there. Just walk upstairs to your room. That's yeah. the only the thing they don't have. Yeah. I'm going to tell you awesome a story. Live above Giant Eagle? I have a famous really? brother-in-law. I'm moving there. <laughs> Dan Marino played yeah. for the Dolphins yep. pit. I married his sister, Cindy. And he's been coming to Pittsburgh, staying at the house. Mm -hmm. And we would go to the market district in Pine, near where I live. He was like a little kid, and I'm not exaggerating this. He's told all his kids, he has six kids, his wife, about Market District. It's, I'm serious. Well, that he, place in Wexford is like Mall of America. He it's wanted, amazing. He it said, amazing. we have nothing like this. He lives near Fort Lauderdale. It's yeah. called Weston. He said, they have a Publix down there. He goes, this place is amazing. He went up on his own. He took my wife's car. I said, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to Market District. Really? He loved it that much? It, yes. It entertained him? Yes, and then he saw oh her, my God. He saw her Yinzer stuff. Yeah. And he was showing. So one of the trips that he made, he brought one of his daughters. And wow. he goes, I'm going to take you up to Market District. <laughs> he goes, look at Uncle Larry's got these Yinzer cards and Yinzer chocolates. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah, so Market bravo. Just, they have good bars. What a country. They're fun. To, they have great beer yeah. selections. And well, you could get a draft beer. You know what would be a good idea, Christy? Hmm. We should take this podcast on the road what do you think sheila i'm all for it i mean mm -hmm. what do you think Drinking if we could get <laughs> dick roberts to orchestrate a performance at market district robinson all right you in 
It's going to be a party. I'm in. You Christmas in? party. And then yeah. we could do another one at Rocky Patel's Burn on the North yeah. Shore, right? That would be We're awesome. We're going to do this December 9th. It's done deal. That's the special announcement. Come We're going to go to Market District Robinson, mm-hmm. December 9th, 11 o'clock a.m. And it's my uh, drinking time. We'll explore <laughs> Wiggle Whiskey. Yes. They source all their stuff locally in Giant Eagle slash Market District, which is kind of a separate under their umbrella now. Right. They want to source as much local stuff as they can. So we're going to do it. You in? I'm so excited for this. Yeah. And we're going to talk Dick to Chef Ben out there. Yes. So we're going to feed yins too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Hyland, our special guest, Christy Lachlan. From next Pittsburgh and former anchorman Paul Martino. <laughs> Episode nine continues in a second. Larry Richard, unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Hyland. Episode nine, and we are working in our Bowser Nissan Theater at KDKA Radio, where we have four radio stations under one roof. We have the Fan Sports Talk. We have Y108 Country, we have 100.7 Star Contemporary Music. Christy, have you ever been here before? I have not. It's very impressive, isn't it? Magical. Very, yes. It I, looks like, and I told Sheila, the four studios are side by side by side. It looks like the Aqua Zoo, only there's a different species in these. <laughs> you got Marty Griffin in one. Yes. You got Ron Cook and Joe Starkey in the other. You got the country people. Sometimes you see people with Stoney guitars Richards. in there. And I understand, too, you can feed them as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You, you, know, you put a quarter a in and you get the little uh, oh, nibblers. And radio Most yeah. of the people in this business, Jim being oh. a radio guy at we'll heart, can attest, will eat anything. <laughs> we'll eat anything. It could be in your refrigerator, expire for three weeks, you bring it here later on the table, we'll eat it. We got into this business for free food yes. and T-shirts. It could be expired, doesn't care. We'll eat it. And Paul Martino... I'm going to tell, I'm going to share a story I probably shouldn't share. <laughs> so Dave Crawley, who did Katie Country, you know, that you story immediately stare. came to my mind. Really? Go oh, ahead. you got to tell it now. He did these great, you know, stories. Katie Country. He was Country. a phenomenal feature. Uh, he, yes. Outstanding. He would do these, he would find these people in nooks and crannies and tell these cool little stories. He was really good at it. Do you remember oh, yeah. Katie he's, Country? He's one of my, my idols. <laughs> so... He came back with a woman who made homemade dog biscuits, sourced locally. Yeah. And I think he she set, called them gourmet dog biscuits. Yes, gourmet. Yeah. <laughs> he set them down near oh God, I think I know where, where the coffee and stuff was set up. Oh, my God. Just for a minute while he went to his desk. Well, you know what happens yes, next. I do. Paul, you want to finish the story? Please. I wasn't there, but I'm told they were gone. <laughs> oh, oh. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. And That's Dave awesome. lamented, should I tell them they just ate dog biscuits? Did, they, did anybody say they liked it or anything? No one said Ray it. Tannehill loved them. <laughs> they found Ray scooting his Can butt you across the floor. How did later. Land? Ray, what is they, they were free. Of course they were good. <laughs> Ray's good. Uh, oh, good coffee. I think we can eat that. We can eat that. <laughs> it's like eat a biscotti. I can, <laughs> yes. Yes. He did like a biscotti. Exactly. I can it's assure you. We tried it. I can assure you yeah. at Market District, we're going to eat a lot better <laughs> yes. than that. Yes. They, please don't bring were, us any dog. It so, gourmet. Christy, where do you get your ideas? So what are you going to do next for next Pittsburgh? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm to, there's a new brewery coming, in, coming to um, Homestead. In a former brewery building called Enix, if anyone remembers that, it had a bowling alley upstairs. Hmm. Um, they're taking it over. The people that own Independent Brewing and Lorelei and um, Hidden Harbor, um, they are opening Golden Age Beer Company. Do you have any idea how many microbreweries we have here now that have popped up over, over the last 40? Like over 40. I mean, cause That's a lot for the city this size. Jimmy and I grew up here, and there was no such thing, right? Oh, no, no. We were lucky. There weren't even macro breweries yeah. then. Right. No, it was basically <laughs> you had Iron City locally. That was, I mean, there was. When we when we grew up, this was like a big time thing. If you had like a Heineken, it was like cool. Yeah. Um, you couldn't afford that. <laughs> no, we couldn't afford it. 
but you looked at it. I did look at it. Yeah, it was great. But there that was like our you know big thing. There weren't that many options. Now there's like these all these different. Yeah. Yeah, you had yeah. Stroh's, Iron City, which was old German too. Remember they had a few old Frothenschloss. Yes. Was the one that Reg Cordick from KDK created with the foam on the bottom. But the, the thing, you know what kills me now? There, there's name, there's so I hate the fact that people have to tell me where it came from and why. You know, like I'm drinking the spirit of, you know, designer beer, like, and here's Dingleberry. You know, it was made from the feces of bats, man, <laughs> in Ecuador. I'm like, I don't need to know how it was made. How's it taste? Good. Pretty good. Are you a beer like, drinker, Sheila? On occasion. Yeah. A light beer, yeah. When it's hot outside, I like a good cold beer. Um, I was drinking one the other day, and unfortunately, there was a fly buzzing around, ended up in my beer, and ended up oh. in my mouth. No, that, you know what? That ruins the beer for you. When you have, yeah, when yeah. I, dr- I drank it, looking? and I could feel something in my oh mouth. Oh, my God. Sheila. I wasn't sure what it was. Spit it out, and yeah, it was a fly. Oh. So, um, yeah. I've done I'm once. kind of soured on beer right it's now. It's rough. Just because of the yeah, fly experience. Yeah, the psychological scars you for a little it's, bit. For bug life. Hug in a mouth will do that. But you know, you hear how dirty flies are, right? Well, although yeah. the alcohol probably killed any but of them. But yeah. I was going to say, it was a happy fly. Uh, <laughs> yes. Right? Until, yeah, well, very until, happy. Until, yeah. Paul, do you until drink died, beer? Paul. Are you a wine I'm, guy? I'm or? not a big beer drinker. My my wife, Joy, enjoys beer. She's mostly Miller Lite, but mm-hmm. I, I see her branching out to these lemon flavored, ah, lime okay. flavored. And I, I walk through the beer distributorship, and I have no idea how they can keep track of all these beers. And they're, right. you're right, they're crazy names, Dirty Dog, or I don't, you know, yes. they're just wild. And how do you keep track? And there's millions. And how do you know which one to buy? Well, I guess mean, who dirty loves Dirty Dog beer. would go with that biscuit. Guess who yes, loves beer? Yeah. Christy Lachlan, next Pittsburgh. You love beer. I love beer. I really so just... what's your, give us some names of things so we can be, Hip, next time we go to a place. Oh, yeah. I want Dingleberry. Yeah, I want to yeah, be, be hip. What do we do? What's an IPA? An IPA is an India pale ale. Um, oh, okay. Right and what does that mean? Right we're, we're based learning. on we like Coors Light. Very, very, very with nothing like Coors Light. Very hoppy, um, very resiny, I guess you can hmm. say. Um, but I like IPAs, but now we're getting more into stout season. Stout season. Stout season. Darker beer. You making notes on this, You have a real love and a taste for stout beer though. i mean of, that's yeah. heavy stuff oh, and i, I like. know some people put pepper oh really in their beer yeah interesting yeah i think i'd like to try that maybe tomato juice Never i've seen that, that. Oh. tomato yeah. juice in a beer oh know. yeah flies wow. not my thing is that a millville thing no plunder <laughs> no this was from cole's bar which has been in oh, wexford yes. for 120 some and years still standing. and still, still standing used to have a yeah. uh, trough at the base yeah. where you delivery. wouldn't even have guys you right. even have to go to the men's room. You oh, just, for God. Oh, you can go no, right for real. No, no bar stools. Oh, oh. Genius. Legit. You know, Sheila. What, what, what I did they didn't call need to that, know that. Was that a livery station where they, they used to care for horses there? Okay. Yeah, and right? across the street. Wow. The general store is still there. Mm-hmm. You, and it's God, an it's antique like place. Wexford was Yellowstone. I love that bar. <laughs> and there was a, when we, when we, we lived out there, there was an interesting mix of people because you'd get the blue collar guys coming in. And you'd get guys like me and Larry coming in and the rednecks, and it was a wild I place. used to be I a blue-collar guy. I worked in the sewer <laughs> one summer with my buddy Dave Diamond and his older brother, Bill. He had a backhoe, and our job was to tap in from the house to the new main lines when they put them through the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And we used to go to Coles after digging through the leach bed mm. for turtle soup. And two beers at lunch. <laughs> Look at wow. Sheila's face. Oh. Never had do turtle I, soup. I'm just glad I never sat next do to I, you. Do I dare, do I dare <laughs> say it? Make it snappy. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Christy, give us, give us three beer names locally that any one of us could ask for that would make us seem like we're in the know. <laughs> I don't know about they change so much, but three breweries to check out. Um, yeah. Trace Brewing. It's Trace? In, Trace Brewing. Right. It's they in Bloomfield. They have a place. Uh, I live in Bloomfield. They've got a place yes. out there. Yeah. Um, they opened December 17th last year. That's my birthday. So I'm celebrating hey. my birthday there. Happy and this birthday. Year. Thank I'll you. Look uh, so Trace Brewing is really great. Okay. Uh, old Thunder Brewing in Blonox. It's an old um, uh, post office. Um, it's amazing beers. Huh. Amazing, amazing. All different kinds. Um, and Necromancer in Ross Township. It's Necromancer? Necromancer, it's like a spooky brewery. I guess they uh, all mm. their 
their label art is skeletons and stuff that's very in my aesthetic. Isn't that the one we talked about that used to be USA Baby? It used to be USA Baby. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Necro, what is it? Necromancer. So their whole shtick is they resurrect old beer styles that you don't really hear about that often. So they still do like normal ones, IPAs and everything like that. But every mm. once in a while, they'll like uh, Kentucky Common Ale. They'll just okay. resurrect. Well, old, old school in Pittsburgh, way back in the days, I guess there were a lot of microbreweries. And then they kind of all shrunk up and became just these big, you know, Budweiser, Coors. Coors for a while wouldn't come. They wouldn't let them come this far east. There used to be on the south side Duquesne beer. The brewery I, yes, was back. There. I remember that when awesome. I when I was in college, that was a big deal. And yeah. you could get a hold of Coors. It right? was. It was, I do remember it was that. Like right, a bootleg. What market. else did you get a hold of at college, Paul? Uh, I had no, was I had no trouble get. getting hold of anything I wanted. Uh, I'm sure not. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Full That's disclosure. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yes. Before we wrap we do up, do an extra segment. Here? <laughs> I want people to know, Paul, as an anchor man, but. Jim, to your point, there's a lot about Paul people don't know. You're an accomplished entertainer, mm -hmm. a musician, singer. You've been doing that for as long as I've known you. Yeah. I I'm, think I'm living my fourth midlife crisis, but yeah. No, <laughs> no that's really a cool talent. I, I was, uh, you know, I was an Italian kid growing up on the south side of Chicago, and they made me play accordion. And then when rock and roll started getting big, I wanted them to get me a you know electric keyboard, and right. I never got it. So I'm living that frustration of my adolescence when I couldn't play in a rock and roll band. We have a lot of fun. So you're not retired. You're just transitioning another gig. Yeah. Right. That's where it is. Right. Right. You're not going anywhere. I've, I've seen you perform. You used to do, where was it, down, uh, what was the name of the place we did the Christmas show? couple of years where we had kind we of an all-star cast but we were we had a big show at montemuros montemuros <laughs> in sharpsburg that was a it. nice room <laughs> oh yeah i know the montemuros yeah they, awesome. that was a great italian restaurant for a long time but you did larry Christmas played shows. the harp man he wailed i have guy. it if you want huh? it's in my bag all right i He's... hear he plays a mean kazoo as well <laughs> we did. We're, i'm trying to get him to do an album a harmonica album man jim is uh -huh. now it's, yeah, he's been Jim is singing. I his heard. Voice. Yes. Yeah, he's I'm getting into singing. Absolutely. And, and that band's going to debut. January. I want to get. I want to get vocal lessons. But I just haven't had the time. You'd yet. love this person. Yeah, Beth Claus. Beth, Beth Claus. Yeah. Beth's so fun and to do her. You know, Christy, do you sing she's or talented karaoke? You do oh. karaoke. Oh. All right. Now you should That's get pretty cool. And I think karaoke. Bob's Garage does karaoke. They do. Oh. Which Can we see you there? I like uh, Parkway Tavern and McKee's Rocks. Um, it, they have a movie theater there. And they have a bar. They have a brewery called Abjuration. Inside of there, but they do great. And you music. sing. What's your go-to? Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? We all have to have one. Uh, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Oh, mine's Ooh. "Can't Get Enough" by Barry White, the Velvet Teddy Bear. <laughs> I dark. won a karaoke contest <laughs> once. Do you sing shows? Well, I used to sing. I was a voice major when I started in college, yes, but then I gave it up. Yeah, I can't sing but anymore. Can still I can't sing, sing anymore though. I lost it's a, it. It's a muscle. And I know we talked about yeah, this, but it is. It's right. Paul, so you get repetition. Listen, get into it. I think yeah. I got an idea. Yeah. Okay. I'll Future try. podcast. We'll we'll turn it all karaoke. into a musical, and you can share your talents. Uh, like karaoke cast. Can you? No, I'm just going to stick with the kazoo. You are good at the kazoo. I'll give you I, that. I know. Yeah. But Larry can wail. <laughs> I've heard him wail with a couple of bands. It's short lived, but. Yeah, I could I, fool you for a couple this minutes. This is shocking for last month. I've noticed, man, I consider my best friend. I have no idea he played harmonica like that. And he's really good. Like you said, I was like, what the heck's going he's on? We'll save that for talents. a future episode. <laughs> I think we should do an album, your harmonica. Like, this is Larry or something. I have to picture you in a train. I have it all figured out in my head. Well, I want to thank Christy Lachlan, <laughs> Next Pittsburgh. Check it out. Nextpittsburgh.com, so you're easy to find. Yes. Let us know what you're doing next. Next, I am eating at Thanksgiving. Oh. That's all of focus. <laughs> are you right cooking now. or are you no, going no, somewhere? No, 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 I don't. My mom cooks. And all right, that's a good Light up point. night is coming up Saturday. That's got to be a big night. Light up night is Saturday night instead of Friday right? this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, Paul, good to see you. Paul and Always. I again. We Thank were neighbors, so worked together, colleagues many years. When's your next uh, musical gig? Oh, I was afraid you were going to ask that. No, um, I think it's tentative on February fourth at Club Cafe. Oh, okay. I'm doing a gig with Rachel Bouvoir. Do you know Rachel? No. no. Rachel Christy is, does. Pittsburgh Ra Poetess. Rachel is the Pittsburgh Poetess. Okay. The, the former Poetess. Billy Nardozzi. Okay. And, uh, wow. 
a very talented guy or lady. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I knew him as as a man, and mm-hmm. he was very talented then with his brother, the, the Nardozzi brothers. Now he's do, she's doing another act and has invited me to play keyboards with her at Club Cafe. So I'll maybe we'll come. Can we neighborhood and, tickets? And uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, Joe Grishecki's like. guitarist. Okay. Uh, oh, what's his name? That guy. Yeah. Uh, the guy with a guitar. Please forgive me. Known yeah. as Joe he's, he's part of the band. That's awesome. He's great. Sheila, where are you performing next? Uh, I am performing in the shower singing <laughs> uh, nothing. Yeah, no. I think we just better I let not, that go. Not, singing with nothing on. I'm going to sing uh, Donna Summer. Because uh, I understand there's a musical going on right now with Donna Summer, so I'm going to sing some of her songs uh, in Adele, the shower. Adele's just but no one's invited. You you understand that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. We it's get just that. Just me, myself, and I. Danny Gochner is the guitarist. Forgive me, Danny. That's okay. all right. Danny will all forgive right. you if he gets this deep into the podcast. I'll pay you. And and where <laughs> I was going to say, and where are you performing, Larry? I perform mornings daily. Yes, every five morning, five to nine a.m. Monday through Friday, and the Sundays. KDK Radio Morning Show yes. with. Kevin Battle, who used to intern for Jim Crenn. You're a half person from everybody in Pittsburgh. (laughs) When's your next gig, Jim? Uh, It is uh, actually February uh, 3rd at the uh, Greek Theater with Andrea Bocelli. I'm doing opera. Nice. Nice. No, Uh, December 4th at Steamworks. I have the Lamp uh, Theater uh, the night before Thanksgiving, the Lamp in Irwin, and December 4th I'm at the Steamworks in Gibsonia. So the Lamp Theater the night before Thanksgiving, and then... December 4th. Hope to see you there. My one-man show where I do like an hour of stand-up in my life. And Larry will come to one of them. Wait a minute. What did you say about you're with Bocelli? Is it Andrew? What's his name? Bocelli? What's I it? think well, he I was I don't kidding, know. Paul. Oh, oh yeah. no. Yeah. No, I am. No, I wasn't kidding, Larry. I am going to be singing with him. Yeah, he's no, going to be singing. He kind of he's brushed that over. Opera. I, like, opera thing. I keep starting. You know, Bocelli is okay. in town December 4th. Really? The night of your gig, yeah. No. Oh, you know what? He didn't really? tell me. He's actually he right. He did not tell me. Bocelli is actually he's in Pittsburgh to, yeah. that he's night. He's trying to dump me. <laughs> he has me flying that, That's our That's our Christmas oh present. We're I would to love see to see Bocelli. Sebastian Maniscalco, December 2nd. I can see Jim, Bocelli, Paul Martino, Joe Grishecki's guy. Danny. Danny Gochner. Sheila in the shower. No, I, yeah, no, be careful with that. Can't yeah. see that. No. And Christy performing karaoke. Thank you, guys. Uh, I did see, by the way, Bob Dylan. And? 99% of everything he sang, you couldn't understand, but I loved it anyway. Great cool sex and drug songs from the 60s. Great he, he makes money. He doesn't have to. Oh, no, every every he's, job. He's, he's 80. If you can mumble in your job, it'd be awesome. Get paid. Check out a comedian named Tim Harris who does a whole set with a, almost like Mark Eddy, only he does what all these aging rock stars should change their lyrics to. Like okay. <laughs> the village people should change YMCA to AARP, okay, stuff like that. It's really funny. <laughs> Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland, Episode 9 is in the books.